Oh, 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 hello everybody! That was my Santa Claus. It sounds just like me, but slightly louder. Hello, this is That's Odd, uh, the offshoot of History Creeps. Thanks for joining us. I am one of your hosts. I am Johnny Townsend. And with me is... Chris Chavez, what's your favorite color? <laughs> That's I've a, now seen I've now seen that movie two times this year already. I've not even seen it once yet, and I'm kind of disappointed in myself. Oh, you should be. I mean, I got to watch Elf every year, dude. I do. All, I do every year as well. I make sure I it's, watch a whole, like, just like I do for Halloween, a bunch of horror movies when it's when it's December. Man, it's all Christmas holiday movies. Yeah, yeah, same here, same here. I've I've seen all the ones I usually see. I just watched Rudolph. The other day, and then I got—I don't know why I watch Rudolph every year because I always just get mad at that terrible <laughs> Santa Claus there and go on some rants. Hashtag not my Santa. Uh, I was listening to another podcast recently. I can't remember what it was, but they were talking about Rudolph, and they were saying that they think that that movie in five years won't be televised anymore because of how politically incorrect it really is. I, I'm telling you, I was watching it, <laughs> and there are some parts on it where. Like to me, they're no big deal. Like I, I mean, I still wouldn't take it off. I mean, I think anybody could watch it and be fine. But we, we are really sensitive now to a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, for better or for worse, uh, and I, I don't know. Like, uh, they, <laughs> it gets it gets weird. Like especially, and not just with Rudolph's character, but also with the elf. I already forgot the elf's name, but the main elf that we kind of follow along there too. Uh-huh. Uh Where he wants to be a dentist. Uh, there's all kinds of just strange things in there. And, and I've said this before, the only reason, uh, that Rudolph is even liked at the end is because he becomes useful. Right. <laughs> yeah. If he, if his nose, if his nose was actually useful, they still would be shutting him. There's a, there's a lot of, uh, bully culture in there. Uh, yeah. and then, but there's no repercussions to the bullies. Now I will say, like they his dad, get to enjoy, they get to enjoy in in the happiness at the end. Like they get to celebrate as well. Yeah, his dad wants him to hide his nose, and is very much a jerk to him. But he does come around. He actually has a small arc in the in the in the in the movie because he actually comes around. I mean, he goes out to search for his son because he feels so bad that his son ran away, and he knows it's his fault. So he at least at least he you know shows that he actually gives a crap. Uh, yeah, it's it's crazy when when it's it, we. I was literally just having this conversation last night with my wife. We were talking about uh, you. Have you heard in the news now that there's a lot of radio stations that are going to be refusing to play the song "Baby It's Cold Outside"? Yes, yes. And I, we were talking about that, and how and basically the content of the of the discussion was like back then when it was written, like when it was originally written and and recorded, it wasn't meant to be creepy. Back right. then, it was like when men wanted to court a woman, them coming across that you know that strongly didn't wasn't equated to rape culture. Do you know what I'm exactly. saying? And, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Back then, women kind of not that they wanted that because that sounds horrible when you say it that way, but like that was like you would always hear about little girls dreaming of the day that those the guys come you know courting them kind of thing. So it's like these girls, you know, had this this romanticized view of of what it was to be courted as well. Uh, But uh, I think everything that we've had now in the past 20 years, 30 years, a lot of, you know, not even then. I mean, let's go to the beginning of time with with the way men, you know, 
basically imposed their will on women and held women down. Um, in those aspects, as it continues to build up and we become more more sensitive to these things and, and understanding and appreciative of of where women are coming from, uh, that kind of song now doesn't feel right at all. Like it doesn't like it used to be kind of um, innocent sounding like, a, oh, this is cutesy. He, you know, she wants to leave, but he wants to kind of hopefully, you know, make her fall in love with him. Stay, stay, stay here. It's it's cold out. Don't go outside. Uh, and now it sounds like he wants to kind of do other things, and it's it's creepy. I know a lot of relationships, men and women relationships, that started because uh, the guy liked the girl, but she was unsure of said guy. Yeah. But the guy persisted. He kept showing up, and he would keep talking to her to the point where she kind of she finally just would give in, be like, "All right," and now they're married. <laughs> but what does There's that co- say? I know a few. Does I know. Mean, like uh, she was forced into marriage, or. Is it just one of these things because it was like she she realized well actually he's not that bad you know yeah like she got and, to know him and that's the that's, that's the fine line dude it's like when do you tell yeah. that guy to, that no is no yeah uh, uh, there's this comedian Joe Zimmerman I encourage everybody to look him up he's really funny uh, but he has his joke I think it was him he has his joke where uh, he was on an airplane I'm not going to do his joke verbatim because I would butcher it but uh, and he was sitting next to an older woman like a senior citizen aged woman. And uh, she was talking about her husband, and the, the basically she said that uh, she met her husband at a dance. He asked her to dance, and she said no. Uh, and then, like, a couple of days later, he just shows up at her house and asks her out again. <laughs> and he's like, that's the creepiest thing I've ever heard. But that's, uh, that's how they kind of started meeting, and he started courting her that way. <laughs> And they got married, and they've been married for like 20, about 40, 50 years. Right. And I think that's the thing, because back then there wasn't a, a lot in uh, in the public mind of, yeah. uh, of, of you know, these, I mean, it, it happened. We're not saying rape didn't happen and this, this kind of stuff didn't happen, but it wasn't, it wasn't out in the public as much, I guess, and it, there, it wasn't... Um, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for here. It just seems like the the time at the time people weren't as woke, right? So yeah. nowadays yes. with everything we're informed with, when we see that now we're like, yeah, you know, that's not okay now. We're not okay with that. We don't do yeah. that anymore. And let's just be honest, that song is creepy now. I mean, well, yeah, well creepy. my wife had actually had a point and I, I remember uh she was saying when she was younger, she always thought it just sounded creepy, like the guy just wouldn't yeah. take no for an answer, you know what I mean? And then, yes. and it, it was weird because when I was younger, as a as a boy or as a, a younger guy, uh, again, it just sounded like a romantic kind of a song. You know what I mean? Like he's just really trying to court this girl. Uh, but now, yeah, I mean, I remember maybe it was a few years ago where I listened listened to the lyrics again, and I was like, whoa, like what is he putting in that drink that he's giving to her? You know what I mean? Like what's happening in this song? Yes. Yes. So uh, uh, it's a it's a weird weird strange song nowadays. Oh uh, yeah, it doesn't fit yeah. nowadays, uh, and that kind of plays into what we're talking about today on that's odd. Uh, last week we talked on history creeps. We talked about uh, a couple three different of these like different myths or, or characters from uh, Christmas holiday traditions from around the world. Uh, this this week we're kind of doing the same thing, but we're not really focusing on on s- specific figures and how they terrify children. Uh, we're looking at ten weird holiday traditions that are actually celebrated around the world. This was a Newsweek article from last year. Um, I'm sure there's a people in other countries that would look at some of the traditions we have and think we're weird. Oh yeah, like hundred percent. Like I've always, I think I said it last week too. That whole elf on the shelf thing. 
to me that's yeah. just a weird thing and people love doing it and now i've noticed like there's these parent parents who love to do uh to document elf on the shelf on social media but it's always doing weird things i had i had one that that showed elf on a shelf squatting and underneath it was a, <laughs> a hershey kiss so it looked like he just dropped out a hershey kiss yeah Yes, uh, classy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm sure other people in other countries are looking at that going, that's a strange tradition. Who does that? Yeah, I'll be honest, though. All my friends that I know, I mean, obviously I know this is something that happens in America, but I don't know anybody close to me who actually does this thing, the elf on the shelf. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know a few I'm, people that do it. So I don't totally even understand. Maybe it's more... I mean, I'm sure it happens down here in the South, so I don't know why I was trying to say. Oh, yeah, it's definitely the South. My brother does it. <laughs> oh, okay. Or, yeah, I believe he does it with, with his kid. Maybe that's another thing, too. Like, all my friends, their kids are really, really young. They're not, uh, like, they're not even, you know, school age yet, so. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, maybe once they start getting, like, in kindergarten and stuff, maybe they'll start doing stuff like that. I don't know. I'm hoping Elf on the Shelf disappears by then. It's just such a weird, weird thing, dude. It's really, it's also kind of creepy, right? Because isn't the elf supposed to be like keeping watch? Yeah, and that face is just kid? like it's got a, this like happy face, but if you look yes. at it after a while, it's not ha- It's creepy. It's like Chucky it's a little creepy. too happy. Yeah. yeah, it's a little too happy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, me neither, dude. Oh uh, yeah, you can hear I still have some of that cough left over yeah. from three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Chris is. <laughs> Still not 100%, and he will not go to the doctor. You Look, all right, I love creepy things. I love weird things, but doctors, I can't handle. Can't handle them. No, sir. They're constantly poking you, prodding you, telling you to open yeah. your mouth, do this, do that, you know, lay down, sit up, stand up, kick your knee. No, thank you. Yep, they kick your knees. <laughs> Isn't that what they do? No, they smack your knee with a hammer, make you kick your leg. You know how many times they've ever done that to me? Like, maybe once in my entire life. How many times do you go to the doctor? Once? I go to the doctor once a year. Every time I go to the doctor, that's the first thing they tell me to do. That's why I'm like, I'm done with this. Stop knocking my knees, man. (laughs) Is that one of your pet peeves? (laughs) Knee knocking, dude. Don't be knocking my knees. (laughs) Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, dude. Um I'm I'm still fighting this little thing off, uh, but so hopefully by next episode I'll be 100% clear again. Uh, fingers uh, crossed, but I thought that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we'll see if I'm a good boy and Santa brings me brings me better health. Uh, but let's That's see what's going so. on around the around the uh, around the world with some of these weird traditions. Uh, there's ten of them on this list, so I'll kick it off. Uh, so in right. Italy, they have La Befana. I'm not sure if we mentioned this in the past episode uh, of, of History Creeps or any of the holiday episodes, but uh, La Befana that uh, says here, Santa Claus is not the highlight in Italy come Christmas Eve. An ugly but kind old witch is known, uh, is known as Befana, a giver of gifts. She controls giving the gifts. On January 5th, known as the Eve of Epiphany, parents will leave out a plate of broccoli with spiced sausage and glass of wine for Befana. Okay, now I'm going to be honest. This just sounds like an awful meal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the spice sausage and glass of wine sounds pretty good, but I'm not a broccoli fan unless it's in a Same. casserole. Like if it comes yep. in the casserole with all that cheese and stuff, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go on a on a limb here and say that the History Creeps podcast does not support broccoli. No, you heard it here first. <laughs> Anti broccoli podcast. Yes, not okay. 
Uh, <laughs> but they leave this out. So this is kind of a step up from the cookies and milk, man. Uh, this Buffon is getting spiced sausage and a glass of wine. I wonder how many houses she goes through before she just like starts skipping the wine. <laughs> she's like four glasses in, and she keeps, she's hitting the wrong houses now. She's got to be a, a heavy drinker. <laughs> That's a lot of wine. <laughs> Tradition says the good witch flies around on her broom, which apparently there's no such thing as DUIs uh, for brooms. Um, and enters houses through a chimney to deliver clothing, toys, and candy to all the good children. On January 6th, children find the treats and toys in their stockings. So it sounds like, the, first of all, they celebrate Christmas on a different day, or it's kind of like a different... They hold on, they keep their stockings out and everything after Christmas. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, dude. Um, interesting. Well, let's let's go from there to Japan. This- uh, in Japan, uh, Christmas isn't really celebrated... But, ho, 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 that's okay, because Kentucky Fried Chicken sure is. Uh, <laughs> when, yes. <laughs> when I saw this, I was like, what? What? Yes, eating KFC on December 25th instead of having a homemade Christmas dinner is a tradition in Japan. The Colonel's special recipe, fried chicken, is so popular, the chain asks customers to place their orders at least two months in advance. That's Chris. insane, dude. Two months. That's like a that's a five star restaurant over here. We got to put in. Uh, yeah. You got to book it for like two months ahead. KFC. That's KFC in Japan. Uh, the popular feast began back in 1974 when it was introduced to Japan for visitors who wanted a dinner resembling a traditional holiday meal. The chicken dinner also attracted locals, and it's still a tradition practiced 40 years later. That's pretty wild. Yeah. The Colonel is raving popular over there, apparently. So what do you think? It's just it's like the bucket of chicken, the mashed potatoes, the corn, and, and the, the biscuits? That's like the considered the, the Christmas meal? Yeah, you got to add in the gravy, right? They got to have the gravy for the mashed potatoes. Ah, uh, true, true. Yeah, you can't do those mashed potatoes without that gravy, Chris. I mean, that's just weird. So, uh, <laughs> uh, regular or extra crispy, though? That's the question. That's here. the question, right? Dark or light meat, white meat, whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know. Do I usually have... get grilled when I eat there, though. That's they have me. grilled now. Well, they they I haven't eaten it in a while. Maybe you just made me question myself. <laughs> I've never I haven't eaten it, and and it's been over, geez, twelve years now since I've oh, eaten wow, chicken. It's been like a year. Oh, I eat chicken all the time. <laughs> that's one of my favorite meat, if I'm being fair and honest. But uh, yeah, I do believe they have grilled now. Nice. Uh, let's head over to Spain, dude. So in Spain, instead of elf on a shelf, El Caganer is the most important holiday figurine, even if it is a little obscene. Yes, <laughs> obscene. The male figurine's uh, name is translated to the defecator. Which makes sense since the porcelain doll is squatting with his pants down. And yes, he is trying to take a number two. The exact legend of how this tradition got started is unknown, but legend has it that farmers would be punished with a poor crop harvest and a bad fortune if they didn't include a caganer within their nativity scene. So, <laughs> so, there's, so they're like... All right, you got the baby Jesus. There's, yeah, we got the baby. wise men over here. Where's Joseph? You got Joseph. There's Joseph. Yeah, we, yeah Joseph's right here. Yes, yeah, uh, Mary. Uh, Mary's shepherd, right here. Shepherds there. Oh yeah, oh, we got a couple shepherds. Make sure and you some put sheep. the hang the angel right there. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got to have that. Got You're the right. Star, yeah. The stars. Yeah. Nice. The stars going uh, right there is looking bright. Have you seen the Kanganair? 
Anybody yeah, seen uh, the we, shitting guy? We need the guy that's we shitting. We need the guy who's taking the giant dump. We got to put him in this scene. <laughs> and or look, this scene's not complete. I'm, I, I, want, I want listeners to seriously look this up. Um, El Canganer. C-A-G-A-N-E-R. You've got to see the way this thing looks. These little figurines look like little Don Quixote's. With their pants down, squatting, and it, and there's litter. There is a a pile uh, underneath them. Uh, yeah. It says here on uh, today the tradition continues with Christmas markets selling old school caganers uh, alongside new versions that feature famous faces such as footballers, rock stars, and Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that is insane. That is insane. I also read somewhere that like. It's it's all part of the tradition now is having fun. You you get these things and you hide them. You put them in your nativity scene, and when friends and family come over, they try to find where the kangaroo is. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, you can keep your elf on the shelf, dude. We got kangaroos dropping deuces. <laughs> <laughs> well, from dropping deuces, let's drop some horses. Uh, caroling with dead horses in Wales. Uh, there isn't a particular day for this, but from the time of Christmas to late January, the celebration of Marilud is supposed to bring good luck. One person will dress as a horse, uh, and with an actual horse, Skull, <laughs> uh, they get really method over there, and is usually accompanied by a group of people. The group will go to homes singing carols in exchange for food and drinks. The tradition is thought to stem from ancient Celtic or Celtic rites. So, uh, do you want to be the horse, or should I be the horse? <laughs> nah. Can we do that too, man? Can we do that too, man? <laughs> I shouldn't give you a yes or no question. All right. So, uh, here's does, the... does one of us get to be the front end, and one of us gets to be the back end of the horse? <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, and in your entire life, have you ever had carolers come to your door? No. Same here. But same here. Is that a thing for real? Has that ever really happened? I I know it's happened because uh when I was uh, heavily involved with my church, we would actually go around caroling around that neighborhood. So I've been a caroler. I've never been a carolee or however you want to say that. <laughs> a receiver of carols. Correct. Yes, <laughs> but I have been one to give them out. A giver of carols, right? Very nice. Yes. Uh, I've always wondered if that was a thing because I see it in movies and I hear it in, or, or read it in books, uh, and I don't. I've never had carolers. I've never in my life seen people going through neighborhoods caroling, uh, and I always thought it'd be cool, but I just never saw it. Now, should that be a, a thing? I don't know what I'd do if I opened the door and the first thing I saw was this giant horse's skull. While yeah. Silent Night is being sung. That's just creepy as hell, dude. Yeah, I believe uh, I would be locking my door after that. That's that's not cool. Nah. That's not cool. What is this, The Godfather? <laughs> exactly. That's the first thing I thought of, dude. Like, it's insane. <laughs> um, so that was creepy, right? Here comes another creepy one. In the Ukraine, uh, Christmas trees are often covered in spider webs. So I think everyone knows my thoughts on spiders. This is not yes. my kind of tradition. Uh, also, uh, so you've heard it here first. Uh, this podcast, History Creeps, is not for spiders or broccoli. That's right. Uh, and if there's a spider uh, 
with uh, a broccoli in each of his hands, uh, get away from us. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's your worst nightmare, isn't it? eight florets of, of broccoli. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, folklore tells the story of a poor family who grew up a Chris, uh, who grew a Christmas tree from a pine cone. The children were excited about decorating their own Christmas tree, but alas, the family was poor. They weren't able to decorate it for the holiday. So these children went to bed sad, mopey, uh, very, very unappreciative, first of all. They don't realize that they're poor. They're looking at their dad like, Johnny down the street has a decorated tree. He does. His dad has no problem decorating a tree. Uh, But when they woke up Christmas morning, they found spiders had spun webs around the tree branches. Uh, I'm assuming it was made to look uh, like the reason this is a big deal is because it looked beautiful. Like it, it must have yeah. been like these beautiful designs with the spider web. They they like li- like Charlotte and her family were there, uh, yes. you know, like literally putting out the word, some tree <laughs> spinning the words to a Christmas carol all the way around the tree. Yeah. Uh, today, Ukrainians dress up their trees with spider webs to welcome good luck into the coming year. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'm keeping off that one. No thanks. Well, I'm going to go to something very uh, that we've all heard of, and that's Krampus. Yeah, we've discussed this- Krampus before. We've definitely discussed Krampus. So briefly, this is also this is in Austria, Germany, and Hungary. Uh, bad children in the U.S. get cold, but other bad children around the world get a visit from Krampus, the beast-like creature shown. I mean, shows up in order to punish the ill-behaved. This is another one of those things where we discussed earlier. Yeah, I think in the previous episode where there's so many traditions. That deal with kids that are all about uh, like scaring kids into being good. <laughs> all about eating them and beating yeah. them. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> if he discovers a particularly bad child, he bundles him into a sack and carts him away, presumably, uh, presumably for a midnight snack. <laughs> so, uh, if there's a lot of kids missing the next day, they probably weren't the best kids. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go out. Not on, that that makes it right, but you know. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say you still have not seen the Krampus movie. You, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I have it. <laughs> One of these days, you'll have to break down and watch it. It's actually a good holiday film. Heartwarming. Uh, I'm sure it is. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna move on to Mexico. Uh, in Mexico, they have a thing that's called Night of the Radishes. Now, Ooh. before I read on, that already sounds like a George Romero B film. Like it does, like this, yeah. Like, like the radishes, radishes dead radishes that are <laughs> rising from their graves. <laughs> exactly, but rising from the soil. I hear night of the radishes, and I see like this, <laughs> like a moor at night with the fog. You know yeah. what I mean? And a, yeah. a full moon above, and just this whole army of dead radishes slowly making their way across the field. Uh, I don't know how to say this town in Oaxa- Oaxaca, 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 Mexico. You can't celebrate the holidays without radishes. Every year on December 23rd, the Mexican state that I previously tried to say presents the most impressive display of carved vegetables in the world. Oh, I've heard of this now. Uh, so we know we, they carve pumpkins, but I've, know, I've heard of people carving all kinds of things like radishes and stuff like that yeah. as part of, of holiday displays. Uh, the radishes are grown especially for this event and remain on display through Christmas Day. The miniature exhibits show the nativity scene and other events from Mexican folklore. Originally, the tradition of radish carving was done by shopkeepers who wanted to entice people into their stores, and it is now a three-day festival. So three days 
of people carving these little miniature scenes and and putting them on display usually surrounded by like christmas you know decorations uh, christmas lights things like that this is another thing i would i would uh urge our listeners to look up look up night of the radishes some of these little things that they carve out are actually really cool they look nice very much so works of art yes sir yes sir but i um I don't know. I don't think that that's too weird. You know what I mean? I actually think that's kind of a cool, a cool little thing. I wouldn't mind implementing that here. It's the, it's by far the least creepy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know the yeah. next one we did discuss as well, and this is definitely creepy. Yeah, the Yule Cat in Iceland. We discussed this one last, just the last episode, I believe. <laughs> this is one scary kitty. Yep. The Yule Cat is a huge, it's huge, uh, and vicious <laughs> cat from folklore in Iceland that lurks during Christmas time and and it eats people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. So That's you better right. get the, you better get those new Levi jeans on. That's right. This is the cat that like is is judging you based on your clothes. Yes. yes, it shames you. Like you remember if you went to school and other kids would make fun of you because you didn't have the newest shoes. Yeah. Well this cat's kinda like that except for instead of mocking you it, it eats you. I remember back in the day uh, and I don't know if it still is the case, but back in the day it was like if you got your clothes or your shoes from Kmart, like you were considered yeah. you were considered something that the Yule cat would eat. Yeah, yeah. Uh I remember back in back when I was a kid, the one thing that I really wanted that all the other kids had, and it's also because of my love of basketball. I really wanted those shoes that you could pump up. Oh, yeah, with the, the on the tongue was a it looked like a a basketball. Yeah, and you, and you just it. pump it up a little bit. And in my in my little child brain, I was like, "This is going to make me jump higher." <laughs> and I really need these. I thought so too. I thought it did something to like the bounciness of your shoe. Yeah, that's what I thought. I totally thought that, dude. Uh, just, spoiler alert! I never ever got a yeah, pair. That's pretty funny. Uh, it began as a threat. Uh, used by farmers as an incentive for their workers to finish processing the autumn wool before Christmas. The ones who took part in the work would be rewarded with new clothes, but those who did not would get nothing. Nothing, I say, and thus would be eaten by a monstrous cat. Do you think there was like a, a sick farmer who, uh, like... To prove the point and make them think it was real, like the people who didn't finish and didn't get the clothes, he made sure they got killed. Like he had he had them taken out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then like the next day, people are coming to work and I like say, "Hey, you seen Julio? No, man. That's he, he, that's he, one of the he didn't have the new clothes, man. You didn't know that. Oh, the cat must have got him. This is a really weird a really weird premise for one of those Christmas Lifetime movies. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make this a Christmas horror movie, the Yule Cat. <laughs> and it's going to be kind of like uh, the village where you, you don't really yes. see the creature or monster, but at the end you yeah. find out it's just the farmers trying to scare the workers anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, what a, and, it was, and it took place this year. Let's do it. <laughs> what a twist. We're writing it. All right, let's see the next one. In Catalan, Spain, uh, known as Tio de Nadal, uh, the Christmas log, this tradition features a log with legs and a face and a little red hat. Uh, the tradition hails from an old Catalan mythology and is, introdu- uh, and is introduced Catalan homes at the Feast of the Immaculate Conception every December 8th. The hollow log is supposed to uh, look like it's pooping out gifts for the children to find Christmas morning. What so, is it with this? So, <laughs> so not only is that one uh, elf-like creature... <laughs> Dropping logs, but the log itself 
It's also dropping logs. So the, the idea is, is you get yourself a hollow log, and you yeah. stuff a bunch of presents in it until it's actually pouring out the back end. You shove on some legs and arms. You put a head and a hat on it, and you're just like, here you go, kids. This uh, this effigy of what would be a human form is shitting gifts for you. Enjoy. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Mer- <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Um, so this isn't just in Spain though. Apparently, like the, the, this is seen here in America too. There's a lot of a lot of uh, you know, well, we know a lot of traditions from around the world where the melting pot have been brought to this country. But there's parts of our country where this is actually a big deal that they do the same thing. Yeah, it sounds almost like uh, like it's uh, it's if we don't hang it up, it's not a pinata, but it seems close to me. Yeah, like uh, people should be whacking these logs and trying to get more presents out of it. They give them uh, little hatchets instead instead of like sticks yeah. because it's a log. Good lord! Yeah, let's be, do it. Be careful! One of those pu- more presents has a puppy in it. Uh, I mean, anything could happen, Chris. Did you know that Soldier Boy has a video game console? Oh, good lord! Good <laughs> lord! <laughs> anything is possible. Uh, let's go to Venezuela. Uh, why walk to mass when you can skate there? That's right. I said skate. Residents in Caracas, Venezuela. It is customary to roller skate to this service, and many neighborhoods close the streets to cars until 8 a.m. After Mass, everyone enjoys uh, tostadas. Am I saying that right? Tostadas. No, I like how I said it better. <laughs> I like how you say it. <laughs> tostadas. Uh, tostadas and kofifi. 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 Tostadas and kofifi. Those things. I'm a professional podcaster so, here. So, like, I guess they're the, the thing that they like to be uh, known for, like, this is their thing, is the fact that they they all just done roller. Like, what if you can't roller skate? Is I this, can't is roller this, skate. Is this, is this a a thing that you have to do? You know what I mean? Like, it's uh, you have to do. Like, I think there's traditions in certain uh, Catholic religions where, on a specific day, when you go to the church, like you go up the stairs on your knees or something. You know what I mean? Um, and that's usually like the idea behind it is like you kind of have to do that. Like that's part of the tradition. So imagine if you can't roller skate. Like you're the, one of those kids that can't. And is this the day that you absolutely dread every year? Because you're like, this is the year I'm going to break my arm. I just know it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I totally would. I'm too clumsy to skate. Yeah, I don't know how to roller skate either. Oh, thank goodness. I thought you were going to shame me. Is that a thing my... anymore, though? Do people roller like do kids roller skate anymore? I don't know. Good question. Or even inline skates. Like, I haven't even seen rollerblades in I don't know how long. I know in my area there are still a couple of places where people do go to skate. So I assume since they're still in business that it happens. And do you think they're okay with, like, say say you're not good at roller skating but you're good with skateboarding? They're like, hey, as long as you're on wheels and you get to mass, it's all right. Well, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a good question. I don't know. we got so many questions. If anybody knows these answers, please. Please tell Let us. Let us know. Uh, you know what I'd like to know also? Uh, listeners, What's that? If you guys have your own little holiday traditions that are probably not uh, not normally done, you know, you, you're probably, you, you think maybe what you do is, is somewhat different, leave a comment. Let us know what you do. We'll read it on the future episode. I'd be interested. Interested yeah, to see what, what kind of uh, holiday traditions some of our listeners have. Yeah, normally I fake being interested in all things, but this time I would for real be interested. <laughs> Like, do you do anything special as a tradition every year aside from watching your 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 movies? I'm trying to think if I do anything that's kind of outside the norm, 
but I don't I don't think so. Like for um, us, every time and I, I mean I'm sure there's a lot of families that do this, but every time like every time we do decorate the tree, we always put on Christmas music. We always have eggnog with it. We always have the cook. Like we always do the whole thing every time. You know? Uh it's not yeah. like it's not like we just put it up and the tree's up and it's it's done. We make sure we go all out with the the music, the sounds, the taste, the smells, everything. Right, right. Uh, I'm trying to I, I feel like everything that that I've ever done traditionally is kind of stuff that was passed down before. Nothing's really strange or weird. Right. Um, I mean, everything from putting up the tree and decorating it as a family to, uh, you know, going to your grandmother's house on Christmas Eve. Uh, we still kind of follow those traditions still today. So do you guys, do you guys decorate your house out front? Like, do you guys put lights up and do decorations? Some years we would, and some years we wouldn't. It's been a while since we have. Yeah, I haven't done uh, it since I've been an adult. I've not done my house up right, once. Right, yeah. But I will say, whenever when I was a kid, and whenever my dad would would put up decorations out front, the tradition was he wouldn't take them down until February. <laughs> oh, really? All of January, huh? <laughs> Pretty much. It's just because they just didn't get around to it. They wouldn't be turned on for the whole month, but they would still be out there. That's a, dude, I've seen people who have them on well into, like, you're looking at St. Patty's Day already, and they still got the Christmas tree up. <laughs> so uh it's not too bad yeah so yeah. there you go though uh, those are some uh some different and odd traditions from around the world uh around the holiday season it was a good time nice little jaunt travel it was and it's always fascinating to see how other people do uh do things you know uh instead of the same way i always remember that i, I was very fascinated as a kid to learn other uh, countries beliefs and thoughts on santa claus yeah, and how they were and how they were different from mine. It always fascinated me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let me ask you something. Out of that list, uh, if you had to pick between, uh, you know, okay, here's the thing: between one of two things, for the rest of your life, you have to be a part of carrying the horse skull and going around caroling, or every year you help create the hollow log shitting toys for kids. Which one are you doing? Uh, you picked two of the better things that we read, in my opinion. So, <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with the caroling. Oh, really? actually, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna actually, go with I don't the know. because I think every year I'm gonna try to make it look different. You know what I mean? Yeah, start, that's why I'm starting to change my mind too. I think I'm going poses, with the log. Start with realism. Make them look like people. Well, the reason I the reason I stumbled and said horse first is I forgot the fact that I had a dead horse skull. <laughs> that kind of changes it a little bit. Um, I'm not cool with that personally, <laughs> so maybe I will go with the log. Nice. All right, dude. That's all for me, man. That's uh, that kind of wore me out going around the world. <laughs> yes, yes. Just like I'm sure Santa Claus is tired the next day. We're beat after that travel. Yeah. And, uh, uh, thanks for joining us. I thought you had more. I thought I cut you off. <laughs> I thought you. I just knew I'd cut you off, and you had a great thing you were about to say. Yeah, there. you're good, man. Okay. Right. Well, thanks for joining us as I cut Chris off and whatever he's going to bless us with. He's no longer going to do so. Uh, uh, we appreciate all the support we get. Uh, stay tuned uh, to uh, I guess, History Creep should be next, I believe. But who knows with us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows? I hope everybody out there is having a great holiday. Whatever you celebrate. Uh, uh, we give you nothing but we wish you nothing but the best. I don't know why I said I give you nothing but the best because I'm not really giving you. Because you're anything. a giver of carols, man. You're a giver of carols. Yes, 
That's right. Here we go. Uh, so uh, everybody vote what Christmas carol you want Chris and I to sing to you on the next episode. Oh, we'll do it, man. We will do we it. We will do Don't it. Leave in comments <laughs> below. We will do it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good time out there. Be safe. Because if you're like where I'm at, we're getting a lot of snow and rain. Yeah. Over and out. Stay on. Thank you.